Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. I am your host, Jason, and this is the Sunday Tarot Talk. And this week we are on Key 14, the Temperance card, Temperance. So this is one of the uh, more interesting cards, and they're all very interesting, but this one has a lot to it. Uh, so we'll go into some of the aspects of it. It's a deep card. We won't be able to, of course, cover everything, uh, but we'll hit the certain uh, main points, the main points of this card. Uh, what I feel like are some of the most important things that we need to know about this card. Uh, so, of course, we're going to be looking at the BOTA deck, the Builders of the Aditum deck, BOTA.org, if you want to actually get this deck, or you can check it out online. Uh, just Google that if you want. Um, and I want to, of course, thank Mr. Paul Foster Case, Dr. Paul Foster Case, uh, who is instrumental in my uh, learning of the tarot. Uh, one of the masters of the ancient wisdom who um, I've been privileged to study his work for many, many years now uh, through BOTA and through his works that are available to the public as well. Uh, you can check out his uh, book, The Tarot, A Key to the Wisdom of the Ages. That's one of the best books available on tarot. So I highly recommend it. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, you can check out uh, more of the stuff that we do, what I do uh, with Tarot uh, and my company, uh, one of the owners of Cosmic Eye Tarot. We're at CosmicEye.org. And we actually are offering uh, a bunch of uh, tarot cards, great tarot bags, and so forth. We're adding more products all the time, so check us out there right now. Uh, you can pre-order our Blooming Cat Tarot deck. Uh, you can also pre-order uh, our Libra Florum deck. Both of those were... Um, we're done on Kickstarter, successfully funded on Kickstarter. We can, uh, we're pre-ordering those right now. We were able to get some extras. Uh, so those will be coming in in the next months, the next months. Uh, so, and we also have uh, a unicorn deck that we do, uh, the Rainbow Unicorn Tarot. And that's available right now. So you can get that at CosmicEye.org, cosmic, cosmic excuse me, CosmicEye.org. Uh, and those are those will be a great Christmas gift, a great stocking stuffer. So those are available uh, for purchase right now. The others are are pre-orders. All right, again. So we're talking about verification when we're talking about uh, the Temperance card, verification or initiation. So this is a mysterious card, and it has to do with getting to know the higher self, getting to know uh, the higher guardian angel uh, within us. Uh, connecting us to that one identity, that one spirit. Uh, that is one of the main um, themes behind this card. So let's talk about this card. Let's get into this. So if you have it, go ahead and grab it if you have this card. Uh, the uh, the Rider Weight deck looks pretty similar to the BOTA card. It doesn't really matter which, which one you have. We're, like I said, we're using the uh, BOTA card here. And that's an excellent one. Um, the first thing you're going to notice about this, of course, is the the angel that's on this card, and that is Michael or Michael, uh, as we say it in English. In Hebrew, it's Michael. Um, and you see this beautiful rainbow over his head. You see the symbol of the sun uh, right above his forehead, symbol of the sun. And there's the letters for Yod Hey, Vov Hey on the chest and then a seven pointed star. It's mainly, a, there's, a, there's a border, a beautiful blue border uh, that's connected to the color for Sagittarius. And then he's holding in his left hand a torch. 
and underneath that torch, there's five yods, Hebrew letter yods, falling from that torch. Uh, there's an eagle representing Scorpio on the right-hand side of the card. Uh, he has his right foot in a small pool of water and his left foot on land. There's a green land that his left foot's on. Uh, and then in his right hand, he's holding a vase, with, uh, which is pouring out some water onto a lion, uh, which represents Leo. And then to the side of that, there to the side of the vase is a crown representing Keter, which is the highest point on the tree of life, the Hebrew tree of life. And then those two mountain peaks are Chokmah and Binah, which are two, uh, the other two highest uh, sephirotes uh, on the tree of life. So if you don't know what that is, you can uh, Google tree of life, B-O-T-A, tree of life. I will give you a nice image and show you where these different sephirot are on the tree of life. So of course, all these tarot cards are connected to these uh, these paths on the tree of life. And really they're a, a methodology for helping us to ascend in the same way that we would uh, raise up the kundalini energy in yoga uh, through this uh, occult path of tarot. You know, we're, we're learning to raise this kundalini energy, this serpent power within us up uh, using these images, using the images of these cards uh, and the meditation and occult and ritual work that we do with tarot. Uh, is is what Dion Fortune called the yoga of the West. Uh, the Kabbalistic tree represents a really a, a symbolic um, sort of a symbolic representation of that path back to God consciousness from where we came. Uh, so really, that's what what this card's about as well. And if you see on the tree of life, uh, this card's position right in the middle, in the middle pillar, uh, right uh, below Yasod. And so, so it's a straight, straight path up to Keter, and that's what this, uh, this crown uh, to the left of this base is representing. So really, when we look at this angel, we see that it's a symbol of uh, the higher self. That's really what we want to understand it is what is not representing necessarily the one identity or God consciousness itself, but the life breath of that one identity centered in the heart of us in our in our own personality uh, so most people when they use the word i when they say the pronoun i they think only of the personal self and they regard that as being something separate from everyone else a separate independent entity really uh, some people then think of themselves as sort of uh, watched over by some divine or angelic presence that's another way of looking at it so when they look uh but they're still looking at it really in a, in a terms of uh, a disconnection uh, between themselves and the one identity. So both of those uh, are separate ideas from as, as the idea that the personal ego is something separate from the one power or the one universal source. So this idea then uh, is that this feeling of uh, egoity, if we want to call it that in a sort of uh, spiritual term, is, is due to, to focusing this, this life breath or this consciousness that we have of the one identity and keeping that really focused within the personal organism, within the self, within the self of the body. So in, in occult uh, theories, this fiery life breath is really in continual circulation between the, uh, our, our personal manifestation our personality, our kind of you know feeling of oneness or egoness, and then the one identity behind that, the God consciousness or the super consciousness behind that, uh, from 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 which we come. 
right? So we think of this as maybe as like electricity lighting a lamp. It's in this continual circulation between the lamp and then the, the, the power station that's creating the energy behind it. So we can think of that superconsciousness as a power station that's lighting uh, the light bulb of consciousness within us in a sense. So on uh, the angel Michael's robe, his white robe is the, as I said, the letters of Tetragrammaton, yod heh vov uh, sometimes mistakenly called Jehovah uh, by, by Christians. Uh, this identifies uh, the angel as being of the order of Melachim, Melachim, excuse me, Melachim, Melachim, kings, order of kings by Kabbalah. So it, 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 it puts him then in relation to this Vira called uh, Tifaret, Tifaret, which is beauty that's in the middle of the uh, tree of life. Very important uh, Sephirot. Uh, Sephira, excuse me, Sephira is the singular, Sephirot is the plural, uh, and it's the sixth aspect of the life power that's on that tree of life, and it's, it's uh, connected to that name, that divine name, yod Hey vov Hey. Of course, in Hebrew, in the Bible, in the Hebrew Bible that's, uh, we know, in the, in, the, in the Western world, in the non-Jewish world, the non-Jewish Western world, I should say, as uh, uh, you know, in the Bible, God is known as God. Uh, that's how we've translated that that yod heh vov heh word. But there are many uh, Hebrew names for God that are, are very specific names. And a lot of this uh, uh, Kabbalistic magical work is based on these different God names uh, that are formulas, really, for different powers of the one life force. Uh, so that's something important to understand. Um, and it gets beyond the scope of this particular show, but I, I'd like to go into more of that when we do more advanced studies and uh, we'll work towards that. So another uh, of the names of Tifaret, where this uh, angel is located near, he's actually shooting up towards uh, Tifaret on the, on the Tree of Life. You'll see there's a, there's a pathway in on the middle of this tree, up the middle of this Tree of Life, as I said, called the Middle Pillar. That's why we're talking about Tifaret, because really this idea of this energy is it's moving towards this, this higher consciousness, which is located in the sphere of Keter, which is the crown, which is the top one. Uh, so it's, again, it's the same idea as raising this Kundalini energy up is, uh, is in, in, in yoga philosophy. So Tifarit is also called Ben, which means sun, Melek, Melek, which is king, and Adam, which is, is, is generic man, or Adam, the first man. But really, in, in the Kabbalistic system, Adam just means man in general, like humankind. A tifarat is the, uh, the seed of the personal ego, personal ego. So that's in Kabbalistic psychology. So it's the idea that um, in Tifarat this is where the divine meets the divine son meets the, the human sort of experience. And that's where uh, a lot of uh, the... Uh, uh, Jesus is, is, is associated with Tifarat. Um, the ascended masters are associated with Tifarat. Any, any of the Krishna, any of the sort of um, divine beings that have come to the earth to, to help and that have uh, manifested God consciousness in a, in a way where they're able to be this divine uh, source of inspiration and connection for us to uh, be able to hook up to that divine energy. They teach us the way to do that. Uh, those, those figures are located in uh, Tifara. 
So each of the each of the sefirot have uh, god forms and different gods, quote unquote, associated with them, or divine figures associated with them. Uh, they also have a planet associated with them. So, for example, in Tifarat, you know, you have Hermes, you have uh, Jesus, Toth, Krishna, etc. Could be could be conglomerated into Tifarat. Um, so th those are some of the figures that are located there. And some of the like the Mars energy is in Gevura. So any of the sort of uh, you would think that Thor or you know if you think of the uh, African deities you would think of Shango. Uh, some of the the warrior type uh, warrior type divinities would be located in Gevura, etc. So that's why this this uh, Kabbalistic tree of life is such a powerful symbol because it's really an archetypal symbol that allows us to understand how all these different divinities and divine forms of energy manifest on different levels and so forth. So it gives us this framework, this framework to see those, those different, different things. Uh, okay, so uh, moving along, we're talking again about temperance. Uh, another, of course, just one of the basic ideas of temperance is really this idea of balancing, balancing. And so when we are tempering, tempering, you may not be familiar with that word. Uh, you like temper metal. It's a sort of a balancing. It's an alchemical process as well. Uh, so there's this idea of burning away of, 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 of a dross in metal where you're purifying a metal. Um, that has to do with temperance. There's also the idea of temperance. If you think back, uh, if you're familiar with the temperance movement in the United States, where uh, a number of early feminists um, brought about a, a, a what was called the temperance movement, and actually alcohol sales were made illegal. So there were, the idea of temperance is also a sort of, uh, it's really abstinent so much, but it's a, it's a kind of a self-control kind of an idea of self-control. They took it to the whole, the level of abstinence and it can mean that as well. Uh, but in the, in the tarot card itself, it means more of a self-control or a balance, not too much, not too little type of thing. So the seven pointed star on, on uh, Michael's uh, breast area and its heart region there is a hard uh, image to draw. So you have to really draw it with uh, a pair of compasses it's 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 called a heptagon. So it's seven-sided, um, that seven-sided geometrical symbol. But you can't um, divide it up equally on a, on 360 degrees of a circle. So it makes it difficult to to draw that. I have not actually tried to draw that symbol, uh, but they I have tried to draw the the other one, the the one that uh, Crowley uh, uses. Um, and they're both difficult to draw well, these seven-sided symbols. Uh, free, in Freemasonry, there's this idea of, uh, they have, there's a saying that, uh, that compasses are used to, quote unquote, to circumscribe our desires and keep our passions in due bounds. So in that way, we're, we're looking at that idea of temperance again. Um, you know, not necessarily uh, prudishness, but just a balancing and a, uh, and, a, and a kind of a really like a you know an attitude of of not again not too much and not too little so the other idea is that 
because this this figure, the seven pointed star, this heptagon, is so difficult to make um, that you need really to sort of rely on your higher self to do it. I mean, there's obviously tricks and tools to to make it, but uh, in order to you know, for the first people who figured it out. They had to rely on their higher selves. So there's this idea of the the what's known in magic as the knowledge and conversation of the holy guardian angel. And really, that's what this card is is getting into, is that knowledge and conversation of the holy guardian angel, which is another way of saying uh, you're guided by your higher self. So that's another uh, key message. That's really the key message in this card. So we put ourselves into position to receive those, um, those angelic messages from within when we devote ourselves um, to really experimenting and verifying that this presence of the higher self can be perceived uh, by us. You know, it's one thing to talk about it. It's one thing to say that, you know, you're guided by the higher self or you're guided by the light or the divine wisdom. And it's another thing to have actual experience of that. Experience of that. So there's one thing about reading it in books or hearing about it or hearing someone tell you a story about it. And, and there's a difference between that and experiencing it for yourself. So really this card is telling you in order to have this knowledge and to be able to work with this knowledge you have to experience it for yourself and that's going to come about through work with this card so i really encourage you to work with this card this temperance card meditate on this card contemplate this card sit and just look at it for at least five minutes a day as i've been saying throughout this whole series you've heard me going on and on about that but oftentimes you know we have to hear things 10 20 times before we'll do it i know i'm that way uh, so I really do encourage you, if you've, you know, if you've been following this series, to really, you know, take the time each day and meditate on these cards. It makes a huge amount of difference in your life. It's made a huge amount of difference in my life. And this particular card does help you to get to understand your higher self and this, this holy guardian angel that it's speaking of. Uh, so do this work and you will verify this experience for yourself. You'll have this experiential knowledge. Uh, so this card is really one that relies heavily on alchemical symbolism. I'll get into that a bit. Uh, but this uh, one of these ideas is the great work. So the great work is what Jung would call individuation, what, um, what uh, uh, in yoga philosophy would be called samadhi, or you know, God consciousness, a union with the higher self, something like this. There's all kinds of different names for this in different traditions. Uh, but this great work really, um, you know, is the work that completes the expression of the laws of nature in, in humanity. Uh, it's where we, we, we artistically sort of work with our lives to, um, to bring to full fruition uh, the consciousness that's available to us, uh, the one energy, the one power that's within us. And this great art of the occultist. Paul Foster Case tells requires the agency of human persons, of human persons. So, you know, our consciousness, our self-consciousness, our ability to uh, use logic and reason and imagination and uh, intuition and all the different powers that are uniquely human as far as we know, at least on this plane and this particular manifestation, doesn't mean that animals don't have these 
some of these same abilities. We're not able to really discern whether or not this is the case, but uh, for the most part, it does seem as if we are the ones uh, on this planet who have the highest ability to kind of manipulate our environment and our own consciousness and our own experiences. Uh, and we've rose out of our sort of um, pre-programmed uh, natures, our, our kind of instincts, as it were, uh, to become something more. Uh, so, you know, we've got to connect even further, you know, because I think in our, in the last, uh, you know, 100 or more years, 200 years, we've been so obsessed with technological advancement in the Western world that we've really neglected our spiritual development. Uh, so we've really got to get back to that. And being in harmony with uh, nature is one of these principles so that, you know, in a sense, in alchemy, they were trying to overcome nature. But in a lot of ways, uh, especially in terms of the medieval alchemists and how they viewed nature, we've overcome nature already in a lot of uh, the ways that we've uh, been able to manipulate uh, genes and cells, and you know we've we've we have atomic power and all these different things, uh, space travel and all of this. However, we've got to now kind of come back down to Earth and reconnect ourselves with the Earth and its natural processes and use the technology that we have and kind of scale it back to a more human and Earth-bound level uh, and make sure we're in alignment uh, with the natural processes of the Earth so that we can continue to survive. So that's something, so that's a sort of a temperance too. It's a new take on temperance in a lot of ways. Uh, so the, the, the Hebrew letter that's associated with this card is called Samek. Samek, and that means to prop or to bear up or to establish something. It's like a tent peg. So another, so all of these Hebrew letters have sort of a hieroglyphic message, a symbolic message with them too. Uh, and it's and Samek stands for tent peg, and that tent peg holds the tent firmly in place. Uh, so both of these 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 Hebrew words are really kind of allied to the idea of verification or initiation this connection to the higher self or understanding of and verification of this higher self or this holy guardian angel, which really, as I said, is the most important uh, part of this, this key, this tarot card. Um, so, you know, we've been talking about a lot of theory and a lot of the symbolism and a lot of the ideas in these, uh, in these different tarot lessons that we've been doing. You know, I'm on the 14th, uh, or on the 15th lesson, uh, 14th tarot key. Of course, we started at key zero at the full and we're on temperance now. We're going to 21, which is the world or the universe. Um, and most of these are, are, you know, we're talking about theory, we're talking about different ideas, we're talking about symbols and so on. But this card really is about getting down to, to work, experimentation, again, verification. It's about doing the work. Uh, so that's why I really, I really encourage you to work with these cards. Get a set of these BOTA cards if you can. One of the things you can do to work with these cards, which is beautiful, is uh, BOTA.org offers black and white tarot cards. They're little cardboard tarot cards, and you can actually color these cards yourself. And that's a great way to actually have hands-on work that you're doing, and it really helps to... Uh, open up the archetypal symbolism that's in the psyche and connect you to them. Also, it's super 
powerful tool to, it's a super powerful tool to help you to remember what's on these cards and activate the, the powers that are within you, which is what these cards are all about. The tarot is a textbook of ageless wisdom. It's a, it's a tool uh, to get you in touch with your higher self. It's a tool to help you to understand who you truly are. You have to work with these cards uh, every day to really make a difference in your life. And so uh, that's one really great way that you can start to, to go deeper into these cards is to get that BOTA.org uh, deck and color them yourself. I highly recommend that. All right, so that's that sort of idea of application and verification. And you begin to really kind of get to the heart of what, why, why it is we're really working with these tarot cards. It's really about getting to know your higher self and getting to know the one source behind uh, everything. In other words, that divine source from where we come. Uh, that is, you know, our, we, as Paul said, uh, that we live and move and have our being in. Uh, these cards are, are, are great for, for, um, for divination and other, other types of magical work and ritual work and so on. But really, as Paul Foster Case says, they're a textbook of the age of ageless wisdom. And so they teach us these lessons in this pictorial form, these archetypal lessons of how to connect to this source, how to connect to this source. So it's a map. Uh, that shows you how to get back to your true source. Um, and that's, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a different level than we're used to thinking about tarot on uh, at times. I mean, there, there are teachers who teach that. They think mostly we're thinking about tarot in terms of divination these days. Um, so we have to kind of remove it uh, from that type of mentality when we're thinking about it on its kind of higher uh, sort of wisdom-oriented level that we're, we're talking about. So keep working with these cards. They're going to help you to shape your, your attitudes toward yourself and all your brothers and sisters here on this planet, and then also help you to realize your connection to the earth, even as you recognize your spiritual connections in heaven. So heaven and earth are here uh, right now. As Jesus said, you know, the kingdom of heaven is within. And Luke, he said that. Uh, so it's the same sort of idea that, you know, we're, we're a, a spiritual being having a human experience, a spiritual being having a human experience. And that's another idea that goes along with this card. Uh, that's not from Paul Foster Case. That is from me. And that is from uh, some of the ideas that I have about this card. But I wanted to share that one with you. So transformation is another idea that, that, that is, is wrapped up in this card. So this, this, as I said, this is a card of alchemy. And you see with the fire and the water, there's an idea of combination between fire and water that's uh, insinuated in this card. Um, and this idea of water is human consciousness. It's the mind stuff. And the idea of fire is, is spirit or cosmic consciousness. And so you want to blend those two into this harmonious uh, blend that will create this rainbow that you see above the, uh, the angel's head. And that rainbow represents the chakras. It represents the holy inner planets. It represents the seven alchemical metals. And it represents those being in harmony and guiding us 
so when we can when we can still our minds and connect to that divine source within uh, through our meditative work through our ritual work through this tarot work that we're doing you know we open up all those those energy centers within us and we operate harmoniously in accordance with divine will for us in our lives and that's another meaning of this card to be operated through by divine will we still have our own uh, ability to you know be a, an autonomous individual uh, being but we're operating from a higher source we're operating from higher, source. and that's a true uh, transformation of the personality because then we begin to identify ourselves with the one self with a capital s uh, the one identity the i am uh, principle as it's called so uh, this letter samic to get back to that uh, also represents the idea of trial or probation or this kind of initiation or initiatory process that we're going through, uh, purification of the personality, so that, again, you can be this channel for this expression of this one force. So, uh, you know, it, it, Paul Foster case puts it this way, a, a temple, uh, a fit temple of the Most High, of the Most High, a pure and holy habitation for the one spirit, he says. And so as we work with this card and we learn about this law of verification, we begin to really see this one source, this holy guardian angel um, kind of energy that we're able to connect to. We begin to see our oneness with it and we begin to be guided by it. Uh, our life changes, our life changes for the better. So I wanna read to you from the book of tokens. Again, this is another, this was a book that was, um, I believe, channeled through Paul Foster Case. Uh, comes from the, um, the adepts and the masters uh, in his tradition. So he says about the letter Samak in the Book of Tokens, Thus am I as one who testeth gold in a furnace, and this aspect of my being presenteth to the unrighteous a face of wrath. Yet by this purgation of fire do I uphold and sustain thee in every moment of thy life. Behold, I am he who testeth thee with many subtle tests. Wise art thou if thou knowest that the subtle serpent of temptation is in truth the anointed one who bringeth thee to liberation. To liberation. And this wrath, uh, this wrath and this serpent are, are both connected to the idea of vibration. It's connected to the idea of the serpent power that we've talked about. Um, we talked about that actually in the strength card. Uh, we talked about that in death in the last, uh, card, the last episode of this. We talked about the Scorpio energy and the serpent power. So that's the Kundalini energy that we're talking about. Um, and these, these three letters, these three Hebrew letters, if you look at them, you'll see how they're related in the letter Tet, Tet which is uh, connected to the strength card, and the letter Lamed, which is connected to key 11, justice, and the letter Samek, which is key 14, which is what we're talking about, temperance. There are different forms of this serpent power energy. So the Tet is sort of coiled. The Lamed is... Uh, uncoiled and it's active and it's like it looks a bit straighter and then the letter samic is like a circle it's like the ouroboros or the snake biting its tail so it's it's a 
it's a reversal of the the of what's happening in the letter Tate. It's actually the the reversed Kundalini energy moving upward, moving upward, and as we said, uh, towards Keter or towards that 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 seventh chakra. Uh, so those those ideas are all associated with this Temperance card. So this card, the work with this card again helps you get in touch with controlling this energy within you, this fiery energy, this uh, serpent power. Uh, it helps you to have this, what's called the uh, conversation of the Holy Guardian Angel, the knowledge and conversation of the Holy Guardian Angel in magic, otherwise known as connecting to the higher self or the one self. So these are all ob uh, uh, symbols and ideas connected to this temperance card. There's so much more of this card. I mean, we could go on and on about this card it's a very deep card. It's a very important card. Uh, so spend time with it, read more about it, and do try to get uh, Paul Foster Case's book and read about it. And you can go even deeper into it in there. Uh, or check out the lessons through bota.org. They will lead you through this path as well. Uh, so think about this. So this fiery path or this fiery energy that is is this uh this consciousness that's within us it's this energy that's within us that we can direct to higher ends you know learn how to temper it and direct it and purify it to the right ends uh, verify it and test it and put it to work put your consciousness to work you know another uh important idea associated with this card is actually um the idea of of work work not just not just spiritual ideas not just stuff that's in your head but putting these uh these ideas into action in your life so if we hear about the idea of temperance and balance or purification maybe we take a look at our diet and we and we start to regulate our diet a little bit better and eat a little bit healthier foods for ourselves uh, you know we see this water on here we know the importance of water in a healthy diet maybe we start drinking more water these are physical things we can do to represent these. You know, maybe there's a dream in our mind of like starting a spiritual center or starting a business or doing some kind of, you know, light worker type, uh, type occupation instead of uh, the work that we're doing. Maybe you don't enjoy the work that you're doing. Uh, put this power to work, this energy that's within you and begin to channel it and focus it on your desires and um, use your power of imagination use your power of faith, use your power of visualization to create that, uh, that world that you want to live in. And by world, I mean that life that you want to live. And, you know, as you get better and better at doing this work, you know, your, your world will change and you will radiate outward to the rest of the world and you'll create and affect positive change all around you all around you. And so you can connect to this higher source, your higher self, the divine spirit, the I am consciousness, whatever you want to call it, uh, through this connection to this holy guardian angel, through this connection to this higher self within you. They're not two separate things. Uh, it, can, it can help to have a symbol to focus on, to look towards, uh, to communicate with, but it is one and the same. It's, the, it's you and the source are the same. Uh, but it does help us to have these symbols to work with uh, so that we can see different aspects of our of our self. And I, again, I say self with a capital S, meaning that that substance, that one source, that one presence, that I am energy. Uh, so again, work with this temperance card. There's a lot 
uh, in it for you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you being here each week. Hope this um, helped you uh, see a little bit different side of this card, this temperance card. Next week, we're going to do a fun card, uh, the devil. Uh, nothing to be afraid of. That devil card is a fantastic card as well. And it's in a lot, it, it is basically the flip side of this temperance card in a lot of ways. So we're going to look at what happens if you don't do this temperance work and you don't connect to this higher self. You'll get caught up in the illusion that's represented by the devil. Uh, key 15. So we're going to talk about that next week again. Uh, thank you for joining us. We're here each week or every other week, depending on uh, how busy I've been. So I apologize that I haven't been doing this each week. Uh, but, you know, this is a busy time of year for us with the tarot cards. So I will try to get to this each week, but it may be every other week for the next couple months. We'll see how it goes. But I'll definitely get through all these cards. And next week will be 15. And we're going all the way to 21. And then we'll see where we go from there uh, with these cards. So you can check us out again at CosmicEye.org. Uh, if you'd like to make a donation to the podcast, we're at anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye. And follow on social media at Cosmic Eye Tarot. Uh, thanks again. Have a great week. Uh, blessings and light to you all. And thank you all who are uh, donating, who have... Uh, purchased cards from us and supported us throughout all this stuff and helped us to bring our, our tarot decks to life. We really appreciate you guys. Love you all. Uh, have a great day and a great week. See you next week.